how you're supposed to shut the fuck up. Hey everyone, it's uh, Dave and Jeff. It is April 4th, 2022. I'm God. not starting over. Don't. We just we just move forward. Tranky. I love when people are like, so how's it work with the show? Do you guys edit? I'm like, have you ever heard it? <laughs> yeah, we edit a lot. We yeah. put, that's what we put out. And we're just like, leave that in. Jesus. Uh, one quick thing to get started, Dave. So many people, and I hope you've heard as many messages as I have. So many people thought you did an outstanding job last week talking about Jake. It's always amazing to me how you are able to do that so well to talk about something that is so heart-wrenching and it was great. But, you know, I had Katie Temple yeah. reached out today and she said, you know, I was just sitting here, I'm listening to Dave and I know the story, but my gosh, every time I hear it, it impacts me. Yeah. And she did something that so many people have done over the last couple of weeks and I wanted to acknowledge it tonight because I don't know that we really ever have. She said, you know, I sat in there and after you guys wrapped up, I just listened to your closing song and it really impacted me. It was so good. Oh, wow. And I've had so many people reach out and say, hey, what is that song? And the song's Memories, I think is the title. I That's think. correct. And it is done yep. by our guys, Disappointing Joseph. Yes, and I texted Tad Ryan today, and I said, hey, man, Tad's the, the leader of Disappointing Joseph. And I said, I just got to tell you, A, how many people have reached out that love the song, and B, I finally went back and listened to it, and it is so fitting for this show because we always talk about nobody remembers the day you stay home. It's Life's about memories. It's an absolutely beautiful song. And Dave, coming up, but man, oh, man, when you're when you're talking about Jake and it just insanely impactful on that night and Tad said really like he was all fired <laughs> up and just a quick plug on those guys when we did our anniversary charity show yeah in in eighteen August, yeah August of twenty eighteen uh, we were saying hey we just kind of everything just kind of came together grassroots and Tad reached out to me and said hey we're an eighties cover band. Uh, do you guys want us to play your party? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, um, I can send you samples. And I was like, no. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I was, do you remember? Yeah. That you and I were 100% on the same page. I said, one of two things is going to happen. You're going to come and you're going to be outstanding, which would be awesome. Or you're just going to be fucking horrible. And that'll be awesome too. Like you could yeah. be the worst cover band of all time. Well, they weren't. Yeah. They were great. And the last thing that I would describe them as that night would be an 80s cover band. They played so many songs. They played Danzig. Remember, they yeah. played Mother. I had talked about that a couple of weeks earlier. I had gone through a, a really dark night. And the only thing that kept me from fucking moving to Mexico to sell churros <laughs> was getting a Stones CD and Gimme Shelter. They fucking played Gimme Shelter yeah. that night. And so... Tad and everybody at Disappointing Joseph have been very special to this show. When Katie had an event, um, when she was eventually named Woman of the Year for the Leukemia Society, she did a fundraising event downtown in Little Italy, and she booked Disappointing Joseph. Yeah. And then our pal Christy Lozier, for your 50th birthday, yeah. booked them, and they played the backyard party. So it was about a year ago because we got in trouble for playing Gimme Shelter. They were like, hey, uh, assholes, yeah, you can't just steal our music. We're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And we said, um, hey, you know, we'd like to have 
local, somebody local, reach out. And Tad heard it, reached out yeah. and said, hey, I've got a song. Well, typical of me and Dave, we've like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, we'll listen to it, we'll listen to it. Tad's so cool. Hey, man, did you hear it? And then we're like, oh, shit, it's really good. And I just, I wanted to thank those guys so much, man. Like, it's really, really great yeah. what they meant to this show. And that song, it's really goddamn good. Like, everything they do, but it's an original yeah. I think Tad wrote it. I've had a lot of people reach out to me about that song. Um, yeah, last week, a lot of people have been great. And people have been great. Um, as much as, you know, we joke about the Dodger and Padre thing and all the yeah. stuff that goes on on social media, the stuff that's not important. Overall, yeah. this city has treated me great. Oh, yeah. The Thank people you. in the city have been outstanding. And so many of them obviously are Padre oh. fans and they understand what the fuck's going on. But I'm laughing, just phone's going off. But, um, yeah, people said the same thing that... that you know, how do you talk about it? And I, and I just want to say, anytime I talk about it, yeah, do I want to fall apart like everybody's expecting me to? Here's the deal. It's the only chance I get to talk about my son. So I'm telling his story, and I'm trying to keep other families from going through what we're going through. And that's what pushes me through. Whether I had to speak at his funeral, which I was shocked I made it through. Right. Um, in court the other day, you know, made it through. But it's always because we don't want anyone else to do what we're doing. And there are people that I know who are connected to this show who have gone through it with their kids too. Mm -hmm. And some have been lucky and some haven't been lucky. And um, so, you know, when, when we tell the story, they feel the pain too, because it happened inside their house also. We just want to keep it from happening in other people's homes as well. And so that's, that's where, that's where we're at. I appreciate you guys letting me talk about it. Um, you know, Josh made a comment to me, he goes, do you feel like it's a, a fine line of talking about it and, act, and acting like you want people to, Remember it because it brings attention. 100% not. Okay. I wish I did not have the attention of this. Yeah. If you know Jeff and you know me, I'd say the thing that honestly has hurt our career is the fact that we don't seek enough attention for what we do. Yeah. And we're happy where we are in our career. We're happy with the way we built our career. But neither one of us looked at each other at any time in 25 years and said, I want to be famous. Yes. No. Right. Right. I mean, we've avoided a shitload of TV. We've yeah. avoided a lot of things that would give us more publicity because we're just two friends talking into microphones. We're just like this. And this is what our phone conversations sound like yeah. when we call each other. <laughs> yeah. But we have never once said, man, we got to do this. As a matter of fact, when we started doing national stuff, yeah, it was one where we didn't want to do the cameras, right? We've been asked right. to do the cameras a bunch. Hate it. So... No, it's never an attention thing. This is that part of it is different than the show, but this is at the same time trying to protect other families, and that's that's it. It kind of felt um, at the end of the show, even though we do the the nonprofit in, in Jake's honor, in Jake's uh, projects, is uh, it was a big relief as far as kind of coming to an end, as far as that story, telling the end of the story. Yeah, I I think you know it's always you'll drive the ship on that, but to me. People deal with grief in different ways, and you can't you can't dictate to people how they deal with it. But for me, I'm a person that likes talking about the people, whether it's my buddy Cheech, who I lost to stomach cancer, whether it's Jake, who we lost to an unbelievable circumstance that night, or my friend Erica, who took her own life or anything else, to me... Talking about them and sharing stories, hopefully for those of you that never knew any of them, it gives you a little bit of a connection. And to me, it keeps their spirit alive and it keeps it rolling. Uh, the one thing, Dave, why I like 
sharing Jake's story is because I do think there are people that to this day, even though we've said it, think it was a suicide. Yeah. Um, they don't do it intentionally. They don't have bad intentions, but it's just, it's an easy narrative to go, oh, well, boy, that's so sad. Dave's son took his, no, he, he didn't. No. And that's why a guy's going to prison for 16 years. And it's the same thing with my friend, Erica. Um, she is family that, that the Chinese culture, they really don't like talking about it. So I do. And, but I, I, not that part of it, but I like sharing Jake's story. And, and to share it, you have to tell the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'll just say here, whenever you have a Jake story to tell it, tell it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I miss him every day. Yeah. I miss him. It's like I told you, man, the, the sad thing about that, it's crazy to think 20, it happened in 2018. Yeah. And we're coming up on four years when you said that. At the start of 2018 is really when he changed from just being Dave's son to being my friend. Yeah. And we had connected on so many different things. We laughed on so many different things. He just, I, I, Dave knows what I'm saying. Josh knows what I'm saying. This guy was just so fucked up in the head. <laughs> and I would goddamn look at him and say, what the hell's the matter? Yeah. And not fucked up in the head like, uh, you know, drugs or, no. or broken just because he was doing open mic night. Yeah, his jokes were over the line. Come so far over the line, inappropriate. Yes. And we would yell at him. And he'd be like, hey, hang on, check this one out. And it was worse than the one before. And I would just stare at him. And yeah. he'd go, why don't you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> and he'd be like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. And David and I would laugh. Like, this sick, twisted fucking kid and he just absolutely you know the thing that i love dave that, yeah. you, that you talk about with him and and it's not to, to go too far down with jake but i hope at some point during uh your time in front of the judge and uh and or here the thing that's really really funny and maybe it maybe it changes for guys when you become a father and when you become a father i think telling people i love you become or when you lose people right when yeah. you're like i love you you mean it sincerely but the other thing that you find yourself doing is hugging people more a lot right a lot and i tell you what like david and i are big enough guys that son of a bunch was a mountain of a man yeah and when he hugged you like it's the funniest thing you're like yeah. well nobody's gonna fuck with me yeah. as long as i'm on his side yeah and but then there are times when you're like ow oh, Brock Lesnar? Yeah. That's, God that was damn it. it. <laughs> What's the matter? What's the matter? Ah. Uh, but it just. Yeah. My wife misses that the most, obviously. We all do. I mean, but yeah, he if he hugged you, man, you weren't moving. He'd sit there and it was, as I said, he was giant. He and, was a giant dude. And just in closing, as any good father does, there was nothing I enjoyed more than the way he tortured his goddamn mother. Yeah. Jacob. And we went, <laughs> ah. And, he would, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, man, great job on that. Like I yeah. just, I went back and listened on the drive down and I, I just, and I just really wanted to thank Tad Ryan in disappointing Joseph. Cause it's such a nice thing to do. And then as they have done every time, Dave, when they stepped up at the party, when they came to your birthday, yeah. when they were at Katie's, they were amazing. And that song's just uh, so good. So yeah, if you have any, Local events that are going on. We're getting back out. Disappointing Joseph. 
Yep. Uh, there's nothing disappointing about those no, guys. So, absolutely fantastic guys. Yeah, so I, I just wanted to say thank you to them because, yeah, it's a pretty impactful song, and I'm glad it's part of our it's show. It's funny. Last night I was looking through uh, text messages that Jake and I had sent back and forth to each other. Here, here's one the the day Jake passed, okay? Okay. It's uh, 1126 in the morning. I write to him, please take the trash cans out. Did that like an hour ago, he tells me. Okay. Thanks. That's why you're one of my favorite kids. Yeah. There's only two of us, fuck face. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, trash cans made it up. That was it. So we uh, always, always, there's stuff. I mean, Josh and I have a million stories that we go back and forth on that make us I laugh. I love those, but, but, yeah. but it's, uh, it's, it's always very, very funny. And uh, yeah, the sad part is when you look through your phone, there aren't any new pictures, you know, no. and you got to scroll back further and further and further. And that's extremely depressing. Uh, well, I love them. And I miss him very much. And and anytime uh, you have a Jake story who's on your mind, you talk about yeah. him on this show. He's uh, he's a big part of it. Hey, speaking of uh, people passing away, um, Vera, as we all know, passed away in late February. Mm-hmm. Her cousin reached out to me. Oh, yesterday, and I said, you know, we're so sorry. My good Jeff and I have talked about it Loved on there, it. and she was great. And she said Vera mentioned many times how important you and I were to her. That's awesome. And I said, if you don't mind me asking, can I ask how she passed? And she said she suffered a, a seizure. Oh. And she and I said, we're, you know, we're heartbroken. You know, what happened to her? And she said, you know, if it wasn't for you two, you know, you you meant a lot to her. Uh, unfortunately, Alan Horton couldn't pull his weight, but <laughs> that was uh that was the that was the, the conversation. Matter, so it was, uh, <laughs> it was it was it was very nice. Poor Alan. Can you imagine if can you imagine that? Actually That's said. the last thing. <laughs> And her last words were, is Alan on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was great, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I saw somebody mention, okay, look, I got to ask. I, d- I don't have any idea. Pete and Point Loma put this thing up. And I, I don't know. There's a sports bar that's gone in. I believe they're in Portland, Oregon. Okay. And the only thing they're doing, Dave, is showing women's sports. Yeah. Now. The sports bra, it's called. The sports bra. And goddamn if Pete and Point Loma didn't say their number one customer would be the mayor of power. <laughs> and anybody, you got to be, how far back's the mayor go, dude? Like early 90s? Yeah, that's what I remember, early 90s. And this goddamn guy. Pete, I loved it because I think, did you first learn of him as a listener? Yeah, as a listener. Because he'd call Rome Show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Johnny. Uh, I think he'd call Rome Show, but I also thought he called Steve and Chet too. Yeah. So uh, John Tornor is uh, JT the Brick. Okay. So Johnny Tornor lived in La Jolla, was a stockbroker. And. Brick, uh, Johnny got his start. I love him, man. JT is a great dude. John got his start buying Sunday nights on KFMB. Remember that? Yep. He would buy 8 to 10. And goddamn, if he wasn't brilliant, he had everybody, all his buddies, load up the show. Yeah. So he'd call and he'd be like, hey, Mike's in PB. Mike, get ahead. Oh, Brick, you're the greatest. And he made these demo tapes, and he shipped them out everywhere. And and uh, 
Shit, man, Brick had a great run. He had a great run on Fox. You still hear him on CBS. I know he's in Vegas. He does yeah. Raider shit. Dude, he's the guy who just hustled. Yeah. And so, uh, but it's funny to think about the guys. Pete was Lance and LaCosta or Pete and Point Loma. Uh, Pete and Corn from Coronado. Pete from Coronado from the club. Um, but uh, John was JT the Brick. Yeah. As a Rome caller. That's how he started. And then uh, David. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I started with Hank's show and uh, and with Kevin, uh, Pete would call Eric from L.A. Yeah. Who is the Padre fan who's blind. Yeah. But would take the bus. Love that kid. Is um, he alive? I think so. Really? Yeah, I think okay. so. Uh, but Vera was part of that group. Yep. And the mayor was part of that group. No, we don't know if he's alive. Dave! No, fuck no. I don't think he's alive, right? No. Yeah. And this guy, his his bullshit every night, it would be like, uh, I'm trying to think. It'd be like the day the pod signed Machado, right? Like those yeah. kind of days. Hey, can I get on? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Fuck are you gonna talk about? Because he, dude, yeah. he was so great. I'll talk about Machado. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get to me. I'm at a payphone at the Seven Eleven. He was always at a payphone, and I, I, for some reason, Dave, I think it was in Escondido. Like we always yeah. call him the Mayor yeah, of yeah. Bowie. Yeah, but uh, am I crazy? No, I think you're right. And then we get him on, and, you know, Machado's so great. But, guys, can I mention the great Diana Nyad? Can you imagine swimming the English Channel jellyfish eels? And I was like, what in the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Right? He always, always did it. Always. It was always somebody. And then the next time, guys, can I mention the amazing Lindsey Davenport? Won the Bank of Iowa Championship over the weekend. 15 love, 15 love. And you're like, what? You can't even win 15 love. What's he talking about? <laughs> so then I put this asshole on Dude, hold. Yes. I think, what the hell was that? Yeah. Sorry, Jeff. I just get going. I don't know where to stop. I'm sorry. Hey, before I go, do you have any Globetrotter tickets for my nephews? Always. And I'd be like, yeah, they'll be at will call. I love you. <laughs> Fucking God. You know what, man? The more we had him on, the more you mentioned every one of those people. Not everyone. The <laughs> the mayor from Poway, he, yes. he, more and more I felt like he was an asshole. Like, oh, no, he's great. Like, dude, I was like, I'm sick of this fucker. Like, I remember the first time he called, I was like, cool. The guy yeah. called. I've heard him for years. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, he's kind of a dick. And no, then more great. and more I was like, ah, oh, this guy's a turnoff. And then you know who I got tired of? Who? The the blind kid. Eric? Yeah, I got tired of Eric. You son of a bitch, you take all that back. Eric would wear me out. And then I'd be at different stations up and you down know, the dial. Dave? Yeah, he had kind of that high he'd voice. He'd call me when I worked in LA. He'd call me when I worked in yeah. San Diego. And I'd be like, I'm sick of your shit. Where do we trade <laughs> Joyner? Remember, he yes. always wanted to trade Wally Joyner. Yeah. He's always mad about Kilvia Varas. Yeah. Like, the fuck are we doing it? Oh, he wore me out. But the mayor, uh, Pete said, Pete posted that thing. 
I don't know. I hope they do great. But <laughs> Pete Poilova wrote, Save the corner bar stool for the Maripaway. It struck me so goddamn funny. Almost as good as the coach today. Okay. Hey, listen, if you're looking for a show that sells sunshine, you're on the wrong show. <laughs> that, should be, go, that should be his promo right there. What did you just say, Katera? Hey, they're a good ball. They're a good ball player. That's a good ball team. But you know, Hosmer's the ringleader. So they went through the whole fucking story. Oh shit! About how apparently, you know, if they have a bocce ball tournament, Hosmer's <laughs> the guy keeping score. <laughs> if anybody tells you he's a cancer, you tell him to call the coach. Okay. Okay, and then what? Yeah, then what? <laughs> hey, Hosmer sucks. Oh really? Oh, is that right? You think so, Nick? Uh, let's get Kintera on the phone. Why? Because you're about to eat those words. <laughs> oh, God, no. No. Too late, big mouth. You're talking to the coach. <laughs> hey, you want to play bench the coach? No. Nobody wants to play with that guy. What's going on? Do you hear how many times? Nobody wants to play with me. <laughs> it's pitiful. <laughs> Just move on. Don't let everybody Fuck. know that nobody will call in. Hey, I was pretty good yesterday when we were talking about great nicknames from John Wooden. Like, what? <laughs> I heard him the other day. I got my hat handed my hat handed to me yesterday. Why would anyone want to play? I didn't know Gail Goodrich. What? <laughs> what are you doing in here? <laughs> a fucking show every day, dude. And get out at one o'clock. It should just be the goddamn Benny Hill. Oh my thing. god, dude! It is funny as fuck, dude. He's the way the it greatest. does it, it is. It cracks me up, man. What a what a mess. What a fucking mess, dude. The funniest thing I saw on Twitter, t- Twitter today was uh, Christopher Chadwick wrote on uh, Justin Bieber because everybody's losing their mind. Yeah, the Bieber had the pods. Hat the on. Bieber had the pods hat on. If you go to news websites in San Diego, it's the number one story. Number that's, one story. It's fucking town. <laughs> and dude. I, I told him, you know what he said? Of course it is. And I and he's in Dallas. Yeah. But when he wrote on Twitter straight out, let's all hold off before we jerk this kid off. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Dude. who's ever said that? Ever. And either said it or typed it. That that sentence. <laughs> let's hold on before we jerk this kid off. I'm like, what? Dude. What do you just say? I think you're going to get fired at work for that. San Diego media. God damn. Yeah. Number one. Like, number one story. You, you see, Billy Bush is more of a journalist than the fucking people in this town, for Christ's sake. A.J. Casavell, I don't know this fucking kid from Adam, but Jesus Christ, dude. You write for MLB.com, and he's he's all tingly today because Hassan Kim's hitting 350 yeah. in the Cactus League. It's great. Who gives a shit? Why do you even write that, you fucking dork? Fuck's the matter with you? Dude, he wrote today. I wish I could find this fucking thing. I'm like, it's goddamn cactus league. What did Woody Williams ERA? What was it every year? Yeah. It was like eight. And know what he said? I'm just working on one pitch per outing. Sometimes I throw nothing but fastballs right down the middle to see what's going to happen. And AJ wasn't the only guy. AC does that shit. Yeah. Uh, Hassan Kim, who, oh, by the way, is hitting 346 this spring, just tripled. Love a triple. (laughs) And 676 of you dumb fucks liked it. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, my God. Uh, God, Jiminy Cricket. Oh, my God, that is funny. Yeah. 
So, uh, I mean, and AC wrote something. I think you're right. Wrote another thing. Guess what? I hope it happens starting Thursday. If we're sitting here next week, Dave, on Monday, and he gets out of the blocks and he, shit, dude, if he's hitting 270, who cares? That'll be great. We'll be be excited. But for right now, it doesn't matter if he's hitting a buck 11 or 411. Exactly. None of this shit matters. Oh, anybody paying attention? Just you. (laughs) Just you, doctor. Doctor. (laughs) Hell is going on in this town? Oh, my goodness, man. That is too damn funny. All right. So the big story yesterday was Sean Maniah. Okay. Yeah. Which is amazing. Man, many people in media can't pronounce his name. But anyway, yeah. big baseball fans. Big. <laughs> Sean Menorah. <laughs> so, so he comes to uh, he comes to the Padres and look, an outstanding player. I mean, yeah. honest to God, might be the best pitcher in the rotation right now. He right? comes to he come, yeah, he comes to the San Diego Padres and they strengthen that that pitching staff. How disappointing at the same time when you find out that three guys you thought were in that rotation are going to start the season on the injured list. You know, Clevenger's one. Clevenger's one. Snell's another one. Is he on the IL too? He's only pitched a third of an inning. Yes. Dude, he was awful the other day. How embarrassing is that? Seriously, I know that's another guy in this town that everybody loves uh, whacking off. Yeah. Because he fucking plays Angry Birds with you. How about we fucking look at the fact that the guy's a $16 million pitcher and he's not ready to go? Not ready to go. Now, you can look around the league. I get it. You can look at Scherzer. You can look at DeGrom. You can look at there's uh, Flaherty in the Cardinals. I know there's a bunch of guys going on. But honestly, if you're Blake Snell, how embarrassing is it? You're telling me that while Musgrove and Clevenger and Darvish and the rest of these guys are getting ready for the year, that you were like, well, I'm going to wait. I'm just going to wait until the last minute. I mean, dude, what what are you doing? What's happening? Seriously, terrible. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely terrible. The and Clevenger thing is scary as fuck, too, because you're going, well, he's been had the surgery more than a year ago. Well, he's got a bad knee, so he's down with a bad knee. From what? Uh, probably kicking field goals, Good. Dave. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or probably, probably injured it in that fucking golf cart. Jesus, no shit. And then you sit there and go, wait a second. I thought he was throwing baseballs in the backyard of Poway. Yeah, no, they said it's a knee, and they don't think it's a major issue. But uh, last time I checked... You start with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. That's division games. Yep. Then you go to the Giants. Yep. Then you come home with the Braves. Then you got the Dodgers. Yeah. Like that's pretty good. Gotta get up to a pretty good start. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Right? Is Vince Velasquez still around? Holy shit. Do we need that dipshit? <laughs> so And everybody just yeah. lets this guy off the hook. How come there's no accountability in this town? Bryce Miller wrote a column today that everybody should pay attention to. And the column said simply, look, this is the year. Because at the end of the year, uh, uh, Musgrove's a free agent, right? Yeah. Uh, The kid from the A's is a free agent. Like, they can walk. Yeah. Dude, everybody's a free agent. And then after next year, uh, Darvish is a free agent. Snell's Snell's got two years. Clevenger's out, uh, if I hadn't mentioned him. Like, this is a very, very important year for this team. And then you got that moron, Jim Bowden, who writes 20 things to look for today. Did you see this, Jim Bowden's no, 20 say, predictions? Oh, I, did. I did see that. I did read it. What a dumb shit, Jim. You only had 20. You didn't yeah. have to write 200. <laughs> so at, like, number eight, Bowden writes, Padres disappoint again. 
and at the deadline, trade Blake Snell and you, Darvish. And you're like, well, that, damn it, Jim. What am, <laughs> why am I paying for this? <laughs> why am I paying for this? And then you get down to 19, and he writes, Padres make it as a wild card. So yeah. I'm like, well, what the fuck is it, Jim? Yeah. Huh? Are they disappointing and we trade everybody, or are they a wild card team? Can you get it together? Okay, doctor? <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> like, uh, how many things do you have to keep it? Tra- how many things do you have to keep track of? 20. Yeah, he wrote this uh, fucking Bowden today. Yeah, I, no, I saw I saw that. That was one of the things I saw. And now I'll, I'll tell you after you. Are you looking it up right now? Because otherwise I get, get something yeah, I want to tell you right here. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so Manaya. But then, uh, yeah, I was just looking. Well, I guess they, uh, I guess they didn't pull the bone thing over, but it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he just goddamn couldn't figure out what the hell does it say. But yeah, that's what he had okay. today. So here you go. Here's something interesting about Manaya. Okay, number one, when you look at his record, the eleven to ten, he's much better than that record. The three nine one ERA and thirty two starts. He's he's not a bad pitcher. I mean, we, I watch him a lot. He's really good. I think Padre fans are going to love having him on the team. I think it was a good trade for the Padre, especially lefty. Yeah, lefty, you get rid of two guys that you weren't going to use in the organization anyway. Not this year. Yeah, not this year, not for a while. I mean, you have young guys up the middle. Okay, so when you look at Manaya and you're, you're adding a little bit of payroll, as Jeff mentioned, he's a free agent at the end of the year. This is what John Heyman wrote. In 1991, the Oakland A's had the highest payroll in yeah. baseball at $31 million. Yeah. In 2022, the Oakland A's have a payroll of $31 million. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, here's the other thing. The Padres' payroll right now is two hundred and thirty-one million. Yeah, two hundred and thirty-one million, and yet you have holes that people Terrible. are concerned about. And you're going, you have four catchers, but none of them seem like the guy, right? Yeah. You have Voit at first base, great, but then you're stuck with Hosmer. I, what I'm expecting, you tell me if if I'm crazy on this, they're going to DFA Hosmer before the start of the season. They have to. Are they going to eat that whole dude? You got to get him out. You got to. I mean, it's obvious you try to trade him like crazy during the trade deadline. And then this week, and everybody thought he was going to the Mets. And you were going to eat a bunch of that contract, too. Wasn't going to be a terrible trade for Dominic Smith. But at the same time, you got to get rid of Hosmer. He's just holding you back. He's a fucking anchor right now. Everybody's staring at him. Fan base hates his guts. Just let him go. The Angels did it with Justin Upton two two days ago. What if Upton comes back to play left field? You don't want him. I thought about this for a lot. Honestly, I believe Upton's... It would be the minimum because yeah. Angels are paying his contract. I honestly believe Upton's the worst player in all of Major League Baseball. He's really? T- he's terrible, dude. I don't see enough of him. Yeah, you don't want him. He's been you're, injured so much yeah. for the last two years. When did you see him? You're better You're better off with Matt Beatty than you are with Upton. Damn, You don't dude. want Upton. No. Yeah, he, honestly, God, you don't want him. I understand. It seems like it would make sense. doesn't make sense. Upton, Upton stinks. The Angels but, just love eating $25 million contracts. I think you have something. to because it happened. you had to open up spots. Joe Adele, yeah. I listened to Madden speak about him and says, look, watch him. He's going to be the surprise player of the year. Like, he, he goes, I love this kid. Well, yeah, I, I'd say thanks, Joe. He's been your number one prospect and one of the top five yeah. prospects in baseball. He gave a million reasons why it didn't work, but I don't know. No, I but mean, I'm just saying, yeah. it's, not like, it's not like he came out of nowhere. No, but he, he has been a huge disappointment. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely struggled. The last out of three the game. years has been a disappointment. He is he gave twenty three now. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. But he he gave reasons why he struggled and why this year is going to be one hundred percent different. As he said, I've been around this game for fifty years. I'm telling you, watch this kid this year. I will say this, circling back to the Padres. Yeah, I am happy that local media. I heard Darren today. I heard Coach 
today both allude to the fact that Preller has done an absolutely awful job of building this roster. Yes. Awful. Yes. And embarrassing. So, yeah, you go out and you get Manaya Now, Dave, the Hosmer thing is so weird, right? It, yeah. It's just so weird because you're trying to free up financially. But this is the thing that I was thinking about yesterday as I'm reading Joel Sherman say that the Mets wanted to get him to flip him, but they can't because you can't just, if you get him, he has immediate, immediate veto rights. Yeah. But maybe that's part of the negotiation, right? Where you talk to Scott Boris and Hosmer and say, look, we're bringing you here, but ultimately you're going to the Rays. You cool with that? Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'll go get the hell out of here. Dude, you're a proud guy. You are a World Series champion, right? We know it. Former Gold Glove winner. Yeah. And and taking Padres Twitter and everything else out of the equation, Dave. I'm just looking at it as a guy. And you go, dude, they tried to unload me. They were willing to pay $30 million yeah. to get rid of me. And the Mets, with the richest owner in baseball, practically, Steve yeah. Cohen, right? Was like, nah. No. We'll pass. Yeah. Like, literally, they cannot unload me and my contract. I'm just saying, if you're a proud guy... You read all the stories over the weekend, right, where all of his teammates talked about how he really is a positive influence in the room. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, when you when it boils down to Hosmer, yeah. and you get in the car and you drive home to Coronado, another Coronado guy. Yeah. God, that's got to fuck with your head a little bit, doesn't it, Dave? Yeah, absolutely. Don't I you mean, think? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, we're watching the last shot of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't doesn't that have to mess with you a little bit? Yeah, that if I was him, I'd want out. I don't care if he, if the Padres have a chance to win. I'm not welcome here. So if I'm him, I'm thinking, get me out of here. Send me to Oakland. Send me to Baltimore. Send me to Pittsburgh. I just want to go somewhere where it doesn't feel like this every day. Yeah, where's the Kings? And so, how the fuck do I know where the Kings are? It's what channel are they on? Valley Sports, same where Clippers are. This is it. I'm on. They're showing the goddamn Padre game. Uh no. Uh. 690, go up. Keep going. There you go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Some playoff implications right here. This is a big game. That's a big shot. That's a big shot. But, no, I, I, just, I just look at that and I go, dude, they've tried to flip you how many different times? Yeah. Nobody wants What did you. you want to be out? If you were him, what would you yeah, want? Yeah, you'd want, you want out. out. Right, you want out. You don't feel welcome here. Everybody's made it clear. The general manager publicly has let it out that that you're yeah. not welcome here. Yeah. You got to go. It doesn't matter what your teammates think of you. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe once he's gone or behind the closed oh, doors, he'll hit twenty five bombs yeah. and get a gold glove. It but, happens every time. <laughs> but his teammates might be thinking this guy's a cocksucker. He's in the way. He's a disappointment. He's not what he was. Old man Rivers. Yeah, we don't need him. I don't know. Like I said, we're not down there, but it's just. Is he, have you, can you remember a Padre that was more hated than him? I mean, you've been a fan for a long time. I can't. Not a long-term guy. Yeah. Like Kinsler. Yeah. Right? Kinsler was one of those guys. Um, I mean, people hate him, man. Yeah. Hate him. And, I mean, the whole, God damn, the dude just tried to get married. Fuck you. 
your buck-toothed wife. You're like, what? (laughs) I don't, like, I don't know, Dave. I guess it's just one of those things where I didn't like the deal when they signed him. I thought it made no sense. Eight-year deal for that guy. I thought the Myers extension was stupid. But I, I don't have... I don't have the hate for him, for his wife, yeah. for any of that. I just, I don't have that. I'm like, yeah, the contract doesn't make any sense. Um, but no, for me, it's not nearly a, a dude, I'm not even the top 9,000 of people that hate that guy. No. I'm just like, all right, he is what he is. Like, he's, you know, that the fault is A.J. Preller yes. and, or Ron Fowler, whoever decided to make that deal. And got excited and overcommitted and and bought into what Scott Boris was selling. But yeah, I mean, I I I don't know if you DFA him because if you DFA him tonight, it doesn't give you any financial flexibility. No, You're still I, I, the I don't even think that's your issue. I think you have a chemistry problem in that clubhouse right now by keeping him. I think you you just well, cut him loose and just go. You know, it's better for the team in the long run if we cut him right now. Well, fresh start. Yeah, I think the deal is, though, the problem is even if you cut him, you're still going to have the issue, which is the issue, as John pointed out today and as Darren pointed out today, the issue isn't about Hosmer and his teammates. The issue is the team and the front office. Yeah. And and that's who they hate. So if you are getting ready, getting rid of your main guy – Right, and I'm trying to think of. Guys. I mean, it kind of happened with the Chargers when Rodney left, right? Like they. But hate. Rodney had left some left in the tank. No, I got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rodney, could but they play. just released him. Yeah, they I'm, didn't trade him, and then Rodney goes, "Fuck, this sucks. I guess I'll just go win Super Bowls and go to a real team." But I, I was just trying to think of Padres. See, I say before the season starts, you just do it now. You just you just do it now, and it feels like a, a breath of fresh air that he's gone. We don't have to think about it, talk about it. Well, because everyone knows they're trying to deal him. Well, the crazy thing is, and and I think you, Heyman, wrote it, man, they are going to eat as much of that contract yeah. as they can, right? But How much left do they owe him? $60 million? What is it? He's got, uh, yeah, it's pretty close to yeah. 60 over four years. Oh, well. I mean, here's the the thing that also is interesting to me about the pods. As we mentioned, the payroll is $231 million. As Jeff said, if you cut them loose, you don't get any of that taken off. Nope. Joe Musgrove, everyone's expecting the big contract to be offered to him before mm-hmm. the start of the season. Well, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. And as people are saying, they, they're going to, it's going to pin them into that luxury tax even more. Mm-hmm. And that it might put them in a situation now with the guys they have, like Mania could be gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Musgrove could be gone. And you go and shit. You know, I think when Musgrove, if he decides, hey, I'm leaving as a free agent and you guys should have signed me during the offseason right now. Yeah. People in San Diego are going to be super pissed about that one. Yeah. Through the no-hitter? I mean, yeah. we, we know it, right? You don't need to be reminded of it. Loves his. being a Padre. Went to Padre yeah. games as a kid. He loves everything about it. Probably loves being a Padre more than anyone else on the team. Yeah, and we'll probably get a four-year, $75 million deal by the Giants. Yeah, or the Yankees or anyone else, yeah. right? Well, I'm just looking at... Someone local. It's someone that you're going to have to hurt. see him all the time. Yeah, yeah, how it would hurt. Yeah, I I think I think Mania could go to the Giants, right? Like yeah. I, I, back to the Bay Area? Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I, I'm very happy with that move yesterday. Posner wrote what I was thinking. Which what did he is, say? You know, uh, it always makes you wonder, is it the front end of something bigger? <laughs> I laughed. He said, this is what I remember hearing when I lived yeah. in the Canadian Rockies. 
just the front end of something bigger. I mean, look, if if they would have been, Dom Smith is fine. Fine. If, California if, good. If you would have been able to unload that stiff Pagan, that other stiff paddock with his noodle broken down an arm, and Hosmer, fuck, I'd, I'd have taken Dom Perignon. I would have taken anybody, right? Pay $30 million, You get rid of three of the biggest nitwits on that fucking team. And you'd have been like, hey, AJ's the man. And, <laughs> Even though you brought every one of those guys here? Yeah, and Steve Cohen was like, uh, no, yeah. I get I'm a newbie, but I'm not taking these assholes. And then, so they said they're not, you know, according to Nightingale, Manaya's not going anywhere. He's staying. But Weathers gets sent down to AAA. Yep. I mean, uh, now the question becomes, you know, does a guy like Snell go on the block? I think a lot of these guys are on the block. And, and I always but think I mean, back is to, there any market for Snell? It could be. If he pitches like he did the last month of the season. Remember, he had a yeah. great six weeks. He had a great yeah. last six weeks. He, otherwise, he was terrible the whole year. Here's um, what I always think about in situations like when they got Mania. I always remember when Matt Holiday became a free agent with mm-hmm. the Rockies. And the, and the Oakland A's signed him. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And the A's knew what they were doing all along. Yeah. We're going to sign this guy. We're going to trade them at the trade deadline, and we're going to rebuild our entire farm yeah, system off with, of, uh, with Holiday. And that's what they did. Yeah. And I'm going, it was genius by Billy Bean to do it at the time. The Padres minor league system isn't great right now. Yeah. You have a bunch of guys, including Manaya now, that will probably get you a pretty good return for teams that think we can make a run. Well, to me, I look at this, and I go, this should be our rotation. Right now, going into the season, it should be Darvish, Manaya, yep. Musgrove, Martinez Gore. Yeah. So I don't know what happens with Gore, right? Well, I'm just saying right yeah. now it should be the guy. Yeah, I agree. Their first four is what it is going to be. Yeah, to keep keep him up yeah. with Nibula. Yeah. Uh, how do you say it? You're right. You got it. Yeah. And uh, and keep him right there. Yeah. And then everybody else that didn't get mentioned, guess what? Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck all the way off. Every one of you. <laughs> yeah. All the way out of town. But that would be my... <laughs> That would be my rotation. Yeah. And then you've got... It's solid. It's a yeah. solid rotation. And then you've got Paddock as, right, your piggyback guy. Well, he's hurt. Yeah. He's starting IL. Uh, <laughs> now, they are they back? You're starting... He's starting on the IL yeah. even with 28 goddamn guys? Yeah. What? Good golly, Miss Molly. Yeah. <laughs> Ponderous, man. Ponderous. Who the hell runs that training staff? We say that every year. And they right? fire that guy. And they do the same thing the next year. I mean, you can't blame the training staff, though. No, it falls on it's the not players. the training staff. No. But I, uh, man, oh, man. Dick Dent? Yeah, where's Dick Dent? What the hell happened? What are we doing here? Oh, my God, Dave. It's just a complete wreck, isn't it? It's, it is. It is. I was thinking about this today. The Dodgers have more homegrown Padres on their starting probably. line. Than, they do. Than the Padres do. They have Trey Turner. Oh, uh, yeah, that's one. <laughs> the Padres have zero. No one in the starting rotation. No one on the field. Not one. Not one. Unless Gore makes it. Unless Gore makes it. Yeah. Now you, could, you could say back, well, we have one of theirs that we have Beatty. Well, they, they released Beatty. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they didn't want Beatty anymore. If Gore and Camposano yes. could come up, right? 
I mean, you can't start for the, the season most part, with four catchers, can you? No, I'm just saying. No, but, but that a lot of people think that's what's going to happen. Uh, no, Compassano will go down. He should. He's but to be honest with you, he's he's done all he can down there. I, I just, I, man. It's bizarre. The whole thing's bizarre. The love affair with Nola. Yeah. Because he doesn't look like a horse's ass, so he hangs on to Nola. Yeah. Like, he's the next coming to Johnny Bench. <laughs> what are we doing here? Not even Mark Parent? Like, the fuck are we doing here? Ah, oh, it's so great. Yeah, you look at Nola. Boy, I got to tell you, if he stays healthy, what? Yeah. Finish that sentence. It's the shit I see on this stupid Twitter all the time. Oh, boy. If, if Nola could only stay healthy, then what? Well, we'd probably be disappointed. You're goddamn right. <laughs> God. I just, I, uh, yeah. It was, I was, I went Saturday night. Yeah. Saturday night, I went up to Jim Betancourt's. I want to thank oh, yeah. Jim. Jim was so great. His son, Alex, oh, I'll tell you the great move I did, too. You'll like this. Okay. And they invited me and my sons up. And Dave liked the garage here. Yeah. They had the Kings game on. Kings went on the road, beat Winnipeg. Okay. They had NCAA basketball on. So fun, right? Yep. Watching Duke the other night, North Carolina. That was great. And then uh, on the middle TV, they had WrestleMania. Okay. So we went up, and I'm talking to Jim, and I'm talking to his son, Alex. Great kid. How old's Alex? 14. Okay. About the same age as your kids. Yeah, same age. And he's a hockey player, you know, so it's great because yeah. he's got the hockey player mentality. And he goes, I love when he goes, and I'm, I'm a pods guy, but more Giants fan. They're kind of Giants guys. Yeah. But he goes, I love when anything goes wrong in this town, everybody immediately goes to Twitter. Yeah. So anything happens, like Lamette gets his ass kicked the other day, right? Spring yeah. training. Oh, immediately on Twitter. The hell's up with Lamette? You know, <laughs> the whole thing. And uh, they were cracking up. But this is this is typical of me. Yeah. So uh, we we show up. Jim's family's great. Meet his wife, his daughter. Like I said, Alex, yeah. great kid. And so Alex's buddy is there. Young guy, uh, Perry. Okay. And he's a golfer, junior golfer. And he's second. I find out that he is second in this tournament um, that he's playing in. Okay. And doing really well. And he's... Talk about how he was in a commercial for the U.S. Open. Just a really, really nice kid. And he's also about 13 or 14. Yeah. Like, this guy's got a really bright future. So I'm talking to him the whole time, engaging with him, being a nice guy. So, Perry, you know, when you're playing the whole thing, about an hour into the night, and I hear Jim say, uh, Parker, you need anything? Oh, fuck me. You got his name wrong? Yeah, about Son seven times. Seven fucking times. And he never corrected you. Yeah, he's so nice. So my kids walking out, they're like, Jesus, how, how bad did he feel? I felt like a complete dipshit. He's such a nice kid. So my kids walk in. You're a dick. I don't know. I wasn't. I just didn't hear it. And I knew it was something with a P. And my kids walking out, basically like, well, there go our tickets to the Masters. <laughs> Great job. And they, they went down, yeah. shot baskets with him through the football. Said he's just the nicest guy. Thanks, Dad. Oh, my God. That kid, 
Alex Betancourt. Yeah. My kids are like, he's awesome. Love that guy. And I was like, yeah, I know, but it's Parker. Oh, yeah. Jesus. We probably called him Perry, too, because you couldn't say it enough. You guys went to college together. God, Dad, get together. I was like, shit. So, Jim, just tell Parker I'm sorry. Ever since that fireworks accident, I've had a little trouble <laughs> with my left ear. It hurts when a bus drives right, Damn right. Ever since Dr. D. David Schultz boxed my ears at Free FM, I haven't been the same. <laughs> my ears are fine. I'm just an asshole. God damn it. You made the show look bad. I did. So and he won the tournament. Then he goes out and wins the tournament yeah. on Sunday. All motivated. Sure, it said Parker on the trophy. Fuck. Dick. I know. It's embarrassing. Perry, what course is he playing? Played a lot of them. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Good for you. Good for you. Love hearing that. Yeah, do you? About as much as I love hearing my name being called wrong. Shit! Bears Alex. Oh, you son Friend of, of the bitch. show. Oh, my Jim God. Jim didn't jump in. Yeah, he didn't help you out? He didn't bail you out? I blame the, blame the cops again. <laughs> I've always said back to badge. Jim, where were you? Yeah, no shit. I have uh, I have bad news for Jim. Oh no! So on April fifteenth, it's Jackie Robinson Day. Do you see the story? Major League Baseball this year. So not only are they going to put every guy in number number forty two, okay, but everyone in number forty two is going to be in Dodger blue. They're going to be wearing the blue. The forty two. Uh, I don't like that. Has to, Jim doesn't like that. It's going to be a forty two in Dodger blue on everybody's uniform. Padres, Giants, Yankees. Why? So stupid. Dude, it is the biggest eat shit sandwich for a Giants fan. I don't think a lot of people realize Jackie Robinson at the end of his career, the Dodgers traded him to the Giants. Ugh. And he said, fuck that. I'll never right. wear that uniform. I'll retire before I play for the Giants. And he retired. Damn it. And guess what? Number 42, which probably hurts the Giants a lot anyway that it's retired in their ballpark. Yeah. But now that the Royal Blue is going to be right there on the back of that fucking uniform. It's so stupid. <laughs> Blame Manfred. Yeah, well, that guy. It was his idea. Yeah, he was a dope. How about ah, that Kings, shit? God dang it. Back in the day when uh, when they first had Jackie Robinson Day, it started in mm -hmm. 97. It was your choice if you wanted to wear the number. Yeah. It's amazing when you see those old games on MLB Network, how many guys chose not to wear it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, holy shit, you racist. Yeah. <laughs> you can't wear really the nice. uniform. Really nice. Like you're seeing Kenny Lofton and anyone that's black that wears it, but you won't see the white guys wearing yeah. it. You're like, ah, oh, this doesn't look oh, good at all. this is good. <laughs> this is bad for baseball, God. bad for Jackie Robinson Day. We got it all figured out. I was wondering, though, if you're a broadcaster, that has to be the toughest day of the year. There are no oh, names terrible. on the back of the uniforms. Everyone's wearing 42. Someone comes off the bench from the Marlins. Yeah. And you're like, fuck me. Who's this? <laughs> Who this? Gaffner. <laughs> Who is that? Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Good God, man. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's tough. Anyway, opening day starts on Thursday. I want you to think before we come back, though. Think okay. about the teams that are going to make the playoffs, okay? I want your predictions. We're going to write it down and see how, how good oh, we are. Oh, boy. Twins. <laughs> well, hold on a second. I want it on Wednesday. All right, I want, I'll on put the, it together. I want it on the next show. That's the way we're going to go. A little pushy. Hey, I want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry, of course, is your real estate guy here in San Diego. He knows the market better than anyone else. He knows the communities throughout San Diego better than anyone. He's been doing this more than 25 years. You want to talk to Brian Curry. There's a reason why he wins so many awards because he's great at what he does. 
619-251-1588 is Brian's number. His number again, 619-251-1588. Yeah, uh, definitely want to go downtown. Been a bit of a change financially. Everything's fine. Yeah. But, yeah, when things change and you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to get an influx of money. Yes. And then the influx is kind of more like, no, it's kind of the in. May not be the flux part of it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, shit. I guess I got to rearrange my thinking. Uh, That's kind of the situation I'm in. So when you find that, you go, all right. Well, you just adjust the budget. You make a couple of cuts. And then you rethink things. So I don't know. Maybe I won't end up in downtown. Oh, no. I might end up in uh, downtown Santee. <laughs> Same thing, right? Same thing. Same thing. OGs. <laughs> they have an OGs. But no matter what uh, your budget is, uh, Brian will work with you. Doesn't mean he can get you the exact how. Hey, you know what, Brian? I have 49000 <laughs> Uh, cash. I'd like to just make a straight transaction for a house in Coronado, three bedroom, three bath. What do you got? Uh, nothing. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, well, let's let's circle around and see what we do have. That's a manufactured home in Chandler, Texas. Oh, well, that could be fun. Yeah. Uh, depending on what the budget is. Yeah. Brian can help you. But, yeah, I was led to believe something, and then that changed today. That's all right. It's all good. But you're like, oh, well, fuck, I guess I won't be buying at the Century Towers, (laughs) 77th floor, living next door to Jacqueline Bissett like I thought I was going to. But that's all right. BC and I will figure something out. (laughs) There you go. Taylor May Pools. Alan Taylor's your guy for Taylor May Pools. The weather is extremely nice, and it's getting warmer this week. It's going to be in the 90s this week. on Thursday. Look, imagine if you had that swimming pool. Look, you know you want it. Turn that Kings game off. We We just jinxed him. We talked about, just like I jinxed North Carolina. You did, yep. All right. You want me to go to the Padre game? Yeah, I check shit. All right, so Taylor May Pools. Again, Alan Taylor's your guy for your perfect pool. What are you waiting for? Your dreams come true by calling this number, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Ask about available financing. Boy, Dave mentioned it. Like, we went through the rain, kind of the overcast weather, and that all changes this week. I know at the coast, yep, up by us in Carlsbad, Wednesday and Thursday expected to be in the 90s. That means down here, it's going to be hot. It's going to be hotter than that. And what are you guys going to be doing? Well, uh, we're gonna first thing we're going to do, we're going to go over to Sam's Club. We're going to get a couple of fans. And then while we're there, we'll probably, oh, boy, I don't know. Maybe we'll pick up some Jello because that's always cool on a hot day. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Eat Jello with your new goddamn fan. Guess what your neighbors are going to be doing? They're going to be celebrating out at their tailor-made pool. Because they didn't wait. They didn't procrastinate like you goofs did. But I would get on the phone right now. Dave mentioned it. Call Taylor Made Pools. Because while it may not be ready by Thursday when it's 90 degrees, uh, talk to Alan. Take a look at some of those uh, 3D virtual pools and get an idea. Shit, maybe we can get that baby done by the summer. Get one done. Dave and I will come down and do a show for Labor Day. Absolutely. Dan Williams, you want to talk to when it it comes to getting out of debt, to finding that first home. 
We talk about getting out of the rental market, everything you want to do in life. Nobody wants to be in the rental market. Nobody wants to be in debt. Let's change the way your life is going. Let's sit here and go with Dan Williams and give him a call. Again, don't forget about the Bar Smart 2-Minute Tuesday. He will put a video out every single Tuesday to give you free advice to help you out. Check him out on YouTube. Again, 858-688-6813. Dan Williams' number, 858-688-6813. Boy, he helped us. Uh, We did a refinance on the condo. It was absolutely outstanding. But there are so many financial or so many aspects to the financial picture, and Dan can help you with all of them. We encourage you to go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. On the sponsor page, you're going to see the link to the Calm video series that Dan has put together. All of them, just quick hit financial advice for you. And uh, all of it will help build your credit score. Maybe you need it to buy a car. Maybe you need it to rent a house or rent an apartment, man, the rental market's getting much tougher. Or uh, what would be ideal is to get your finances in order in order to buy your home. Yeah. Maybe it's a new home. Maybe it's your first home. Either way, Dan can help you do it. There you go. And don't hey, forget- one, one quick thing, yeah. though. When you're writing your uh, playoffs, you mentioned for Wednesday. Yeah. You have the Tigers in there. <laughs> no, I hear. What's the guy's name? Phil has the Tigers on the move. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I, I haven't heard much out of Dan recently. Yeah. You heard much out of him? No, I have not. You think he's getting ready for the Lions draft? <laughs> How funny is it? We know like three guys who are Lions fans. Like before yeah. I didn't know anyone in my life that was a Lions fan. Meddy? Yeah. He loves him. Yeah. My buddy Randy Reyes yeah. loves him. Dan Williams loves him. It's embarrassing as shit. Yeah, who else? I know we got another guy too that loves him. Yeah, there's, there's a third. There's a someone else. I know, because we've talked about this. I'm a fucking Lions fan. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Wow, that's... Damn. Damn. Matty's never even been in Detroit. He's a fucking Lions fan. Did he just jump in on yeah. the Lions after the Chargers? After the Padres. <laughs> just, no, growing up, he said he was a Lions fan. He was a Barry Sanders guy. Oh, uh, well, okay. Yeah. I can get that. <sighs> Jumped in. Who else did he have? Eric Hipple? Dude, I don't I think he's old so enough mad. for Eric Hipple. Yeah, no no shit. Nothing goes his way. No wonder he fucking walks around with solo cups in his hand all no, the time. No, he's got the yellow cup from, from uh, Dickie's Barbecue. Oh. He puts a little bit of old grandpa's cough syrup yeah. in there. He's a train wreck. He's about due for his... Uh, Guy's never been to a parade. <laughs> <laughs> Matty's about due for his preseason, uh, preseason preview. Yeah. Live on Twitch. And I love it because I always catch the replay. Yeah. So I can't see who jumps in. I say this all the time. It's my favorite thing. And Craig starts with a basic conversation. Yeah. And then the guy will say something like, you know, I think Hosmer's comeback player of the year. And then Craig gets grouchy and runs him off the show. Get the hell out of here. I laugh my ass off every time. Fucking love many. Another one of those Point Loma maniacs. Yeah. Texas guy. Him, Pointer Dave. Yeah. Pete, Billy, Verissimo. God, that's a group of maniacs, huh? How about that group? Love those boys. Don't forget about Kyle Fluger. Your website's just around the corner, the one that actually works. You got to call Kyle Fluger. He's the guy that can help you out. 619-500-6621. Let's get a brand new website. Or let's fix the one you have. You need to call Kyle. It's an easy phone call. 619-500-6621. Dave, it's funny. We have an uh, email today. Yeah. It comes from Lisa A. in okay. New York City, and she says, guys, an effective website can really make a difference. 
the website I use, listen to this number, Dave. Yeah. I went back and read it. I had to read it twice. Had one billion downloads. Wow. With a B. Yeah. I was like, well, boy, whatever they're putting on that website, people must want it. Yeah. So I don't know if Kyle worked at uh, Pop Corn Hub. <laughs> what that? I can't read. I don't have my readers on. But again, I want to thank Lisa A from New York City chiming in, yeah. saying, "Yeah, the right website can make a lot." And then she wrote hashtag Nalen Palin. Palin. <laughs> so that's fun. So yeah, if you, I don't know, maybe your website can get a billion oh, downloads too. That'd be great. You see the T-shirt she's wearing yes. today. Dude, is there anything more tiring than just walking with her to lunch? I'm going to bring it up next time she's on the show. Okay, take this picture, and I'm going to be looking off into the horizon. And then I'm going to take this one where I'm yeah. looking east into the horizon. Yeah. Now I'm going to look northwest into just Can we just go to lunch? Can I just go get a BLT? She has a photographer with her everywhere she goes. That'd be a good gig. Yeah. yeah it's it's a girl. Job? Which is a <sighs> photographer with her everywhere she goes. How wild is that? It's on her payroll. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She does know what she's doing. That little (laughs) shit. When's she coming back? When we book? We got it. When are you done with the goddamn book? All right, finish the book. All right, I'm gonna forget what I read by the time she comes on. God damn, I know. Told you it's a one day read. All right, it's easy. I'll finish it. It's like reading her diary, man. It's a super easy book. Yeah, it's like she just took notes of everything that's happened since her last book. Kind of tell you this too before she comes on. Yeah. She's aging pretty goddamn well, huh? She is. She's going to be Holy. 50 next month. You think? I've read it every goddamn day. <laughs> She's doing the countdown. I, but goddamn. She did the, the jumping out of the plane right back here behind my house. Is that where yeah. she did it? Yeah. She's so I, goddamn dude, funny. Do you think that guy charged her? Ugh. I mean, dude, come on. I'm going to jump on. out of a plane right? with this guy on my back Yeah. for one minute, and I'm going to charge you 150 bucks. Are you serious? Did uh, let's ask this. I'm a, I can't wait till she comes yeah. out because we're gonna ask a thousand questions yeah. about that guy. I, uh, did he give the old line? I'm sorry if it happens, yeah. and I'm sorry if it doesn't. Yeah. And then uh, I'm not, you don't even say the last part. Hey, I'm sorry when this has happened. Yeah. Did that guy? When's the last? If they jumped on Thursday, yeah. What night was the last night that guy got a good night's sleep leading into it? <laughs> That's a question you got to ask her. I will. Yeah. Yeah. You Fuck can't you. even use the line anymore. It's Banaka. I got Banaka in my pocket. Nobody buys Banaka. Banaka. <laughs> I've got that degree. Spray deodorant. 72 hours. Don't worry about it. Here we go. Fucking God. Pervert. <laughs> Pervert. And of course. Creeper. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I hope what if that dude was married. How do you say that to your wife? Dude, you never even say, oh, yeah, jump out of a plane eight times today. That's it. You never say anything who you jumped with. Yeah, phone rings. You're like, oh, I got to take this. Yeah. Phone's ringing. Ringtone's ball and chain, social D. <laughs> hey, honey. Uh, is that you on social media? No, I'm not on social media. Yeah, well, there's some girl with an enormous rack. And that dumb look looks like the dumb look I see, I used to see 20 years ago. It's disappeared. Uh, I'm in the plane, honey. I got to go. No, you're not. I'm across the parking lot. I can see you 
drinking Pabst Blue Ribbons with Dale Downey. <laughs> Gotta go. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah. Your boy, your boy Dale, I saw him the other night. Yeah. Dale's friends with our friend who's uh, the Navy SEAL guy that we yeah. talk about on the show all the time. Yeah. So he's asking him about different things he's oh, had to do, God. you know? And Dale's the one that asked him about the chapstick that yeah. he was ready to kill him. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, where do you go to the bathroom? He asked him the other day. He goes, where do you go to the bathroom when you're on a mission? And he goes, what are you talking about? You just go. Yeah. And he goes, you have to dig a hole? And he goes, no, you don't dig a hole. He goes, what you do is you you put it in a bag and you carry it with you. And, and Dale says, wait a second. In the middle of nowhere, you go to the bathroom? And he goes, yeah. And Dale goes, I can't go to the bathroom in a Ritz Carlton. <laughs> dude, he almost choked him out. Almost killed him, dude, for that line. Like, dude, you're an American too. What the fuck are you talking about? We should just, we should just, we always talk about offset shows. Yeah. It'd be like between two ferns. Yeah. We could have Dale come in and our other buddy will stay unnamed as a uh, valued member of the government. And we'll just have Dale be like Galifianakis just asking questions. No video. We'll just see how long it goes before our buddy just one punches Dale oh, he, right in the Dude, I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, he wants get, to kill him all the time. All the time. When are we going over there? Get us you an invite. It. Let's go. Whenever over you want to go. Whenever you want to go. I love those two dudes. Uh, all so right, tell those guys funny. I want to see them. All right, here we go. April 4th, celebrity birthdays. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going. One guy has passed away already. It's Heath Ledger. Oh, man. This is a good one. Heath Ledger. I'm going to say he'd be 46. 43. 43. $30 million. $16 million for you. One six? One wow. six. Okay. David Blaine. You like that guy? I like him a lot. I'm a big David Blaine fan. I do too. I like him. Say 52. 49. All right. I'm going to say 75 million. $40 million for David Blaine is yeah. what it says. Now, here's the deal. I always say this. People don't like it, especially my wife. But if David Blaine was alive before Jesus, he'd be Jesus. He'd be Jesus. Yeah. The shit he pulls off, people would go, holy shit, this guy is the Messiah. Guy cuts you off in traffic. David Blaine! <laughs> David H. Blaine. David, uh, no show Sunday because I'm taking my kids yeah. to Pasadena. We're going to America's Got Talent. Cool. And the thing is, like, yeah, they've never been. You and I went. Yeah, it's we funny. went. We went, like, it's like eight years ago. You realize that? It was like 2014 yeah, it when was. we went. Um, You're exactly right, 2014, because we saw Jimmy Kimmel shortly after. Yeah, and so, um, whatchamacallit, so they've always wanted to go. We were going to try to go a couple of years ago. They they love that, and yeah. especially magicians or anything. They've never seen how TV shows done, so we're going to go up. We're going Sunday, so sorry, as my man Jimmy Hughes said, listen, I pay 57 cents for these goddamn shows and I want them out on Sunday night. Uh, we'll be back uh, Wednesday this week and then Monday next week. Good deal. Speaking of uh, shows, did you see the April Fool's joke on with Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy no, Fallon? that was cool. They showed yeah. up again? Well, what they did was they changed on each other. But so, didn't they do that last no, year? No, they, that's not what happened. Was So I'm watching Jimmy Kimmel and then they announced you know, everybody, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon walks out. And, yeah. I, and I said to my wife, that's Jimmy Fallon. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then you flip over to NBC, and Jimmy Kimmel walks out in New York on his show. But I swear, Dave, I think they've done that they before. They never have. They did a whole, they were they were peer together. They said they've been working on this since 2020. That nobody knew. Not even the people in the bands knew. 
when they walked really? out. Nobody knew. That's funny. Yeah, they pulled it off pretty good. They pulled it yeah. off pretty damn good. All right, okay. here we go. No, the deal that happened with them last time was the guests switched on him. Oh, that's what it was. Remember? Will Ferrell. Yeah. Will Ferrell, and who was the other guy? That's what Ryan Reynolds. That's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. Okay, gotcha. All right, here we go. Robert Downey Jr., last one. Oh, I like that one. I'm going to say uh, 57. Exactly right. And I'm going to say $400 million. $300 million. Damn, dude. He's great. What an amazing yeah. comeback story. What a crazy story is right. Yeah. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. Is there a person in your past that you wish you were still in contact with? 100%. Really? The Russian. Yeah. Yeah, I miss her a lot. I, wow. I really, yeah, I fucked that up. And, uh, and she was, I worked with her at Chase. She was great, man. Just great. Gorgeous girl. And I don't really know, man. Something happened. I, shocker for me, right? Like, I mean, my. You blew my, her off, didn't you? Did you blow her off? No, I think what happened was, I think she got mad that I got married. <laughs> That's usually a deal breaker. It's weird, right? That's kind of worse than blowing her off. Yeah. But, dude, she was great. She got married. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. I think that ended it. <laughs> I think. And so, but, dude, she was great, man. Um, but you just got to be like, yeah, I miss her. Yeah. She was outstanding and yeah, so goddamn funny. She was cool and hot. Oh, my God, Super that's hot. funny. So, yeah, I miss her. How about you? No, not really. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, when I wrote it, I was like, ah, fuck, I wonder if Jeff even has anybody. Oh, yeah, no, she'd be the one, 100%, number one. All right, what's the best vacation you've ever been on? Uh, best vacation, I, oh, I got to think about that. Uh, well, it's funny, you know, <laughs> it, it really worked out well, and it's been great for a bunch of different things of late, not to go too far down the rabbit hole. But absolutely Toronto, man. Toronto, yeah. Toronto changed my life. 11-11-2018, uh, it absolutely changed my life. And, and you know, she came into it, and God damn, man, so many different, you know, crazy things have happened, and it's just like, on both sides. Yeah. And it's like, I'm in a good place. She's in a good place. Really cool, man. Like, she she spent a couple of days. How do you say that? It's Turks and... Turks and Caicos. Yeah. She was down there. I saw that. And uh, so this friend of mine, you know, was going through a lot. And she was going down there. And I talked to her. She flew Friday. And I talked to her uh, Thursday night. And it was struggling you know a lot going on and anybody man and especially up there the last couple of years it, it's been a real challenge and when i talked to her like she she wasn't doing great and i said she wasn't even sure she wanted to go on the trip and then uh she went and it was really cool like sometimes friends need to go somewhere and recharge and you're like okay and you just yeah. figure like hey i'll hear from you on monday and it was so fun for me dave because she's sending pictures she's sending videos and you could really see the transformation as she kind of came out of the funk that she had been in for probably more than a year wow and i watched her come back to be who she's always been and so tomorrow uh, she starts what she says is her dream job. Cool. And 
it was funny tonight, like we were talking and I said, God damn, you know, if we would have talked to you, if I would have talked to you about this a week ago, you would have been in a really bad place and you're energized and you're, you're good to go. And when somebody writes you and says, man, I'm really glad you're on this journey with me. Like that's, I, I don't know. I take that stuff really seriously, but uh, yeah, it was November 11th, 2018. I was just there. She came up, started the conversation. It's been a blast ever cool. since. How about for you? Um, I'd say going to New York City last time. I had yeah. a great time. Great time. And we went to Boston on the trip too, but New York was uh, was incredible. That was the best one. And that's headed back again this year. So looking forward to that. Yeah. All right. Have you ever had a hairstyle that you regretted? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, it shows up. Oh, God, it's the worst. When I was right in the motorcycle era. Oh, fuck. It was full on. Oh, dude, I could have played for the goddamn Charleston Chiefs. Mullet, flat top with the, oh, terrible. Yeah, all yeah. the time. How I, had about the, you? I had the mullet thing going too. For me, the, terrible. I grew the mullet my senior year of high school, yeah. right when I finished playing basketball because I've always had short hair. Like I almost had like the Dolph Lundgren hair. It was so yeah. kind of short. And then I was like, fuck, look at this. I'm growing my hair on the back. And it was, I was, and when I cut it off, I remember sitting in that chair sweating. Like, I wanted to keep it so bad. Ugh. But I was getting married, and I was like, I can't have this shit. What if it doesn't look good in the pictures yeah. in 30 years? And so I ended up cutting it. Never grew it back. My favorite hairstyle, which I wore a hat every goddamn day, it was uh, 2020 pandemic. I didn't cut my hair the whole year. Yeah, I remember. It was and, so funny. <laughs> and I remember saying, one day I'm not going to cut my hair for a year. Yeah. And just see what the hell happens. And yeah. I'm thinking... How freeing would that be not to ever have to get a haircut and just let it fucking go crazy? And I did it for one year. Yeah. I made it up. One full fucking year of not cutting my hair. And, and I kind of I kind of dug it. It was a pain in the ass to watch and how long it took to dry yeah. and shit. But at the same time, I was like, fuck, I did it. I have to wait till I was like 78 years old to do it. I think I did it in uh, 2009 for Locks of Love yeah. with George Peros. And that was really fun. But yeah, yeah, when you're letting it go really long. It's crazy. And it keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's bad. But oh, God, no, man. Like, <laughs> pictures come up all the time. You're just like, oh, boy. And all my buddies. Yeah. Like, I lived with my brother and his girlfriend. And she was a hairstylist. Yeah. I blame her. Oh, my Her God. fault. Oh. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, but I was riding Hondas up yeah. and down. Cardiff living the life. Yeah, it's so stupid. When is the last time you yelled at someone? Uh, oh, shit. Every day. <laughs> do you actually yell at them or you do do it with a joke? Yeah, I yelled at my kid. No, I yelled at Jack on Saturday because my kids do this move. And every parent, I don't know if this is every parent goes through it. Um, I, I just lost my shit because they do this all the time. My two dumb kids. So I'll be like... Uh, yeah, David was great. It went up on Saturday. So fun to see Jim and Alex yeah. Betancourt. Yeah, we hung out. We watched WrestleMania. They got pizza. Guys, you should see his garage. It's arcade games yeah. and just hanging out. And then Jack will jump in. Whoa, wait, what happened? <laughs> and you're like, you're standing right fucking there. Like, either you hear it or you don't. I said the other day, I'm not going to fucking repeat everything. What's going on? I think it's that age where kids say what all the time. Yeah. Whoa, wait, what happened? Yeah. And they they cannot shut up during a movie. So it was their mom's birthday. Happy birthday to her. Yeah. 
her birthday on Friday. So we it was fun. We just got pizza. She wanted to watch a movie. Hey, so do you think... Like, we're eight minutes into the goddamn movie. Hey, you think this is the guy who did it? I go, you know what we do? It's crazy. I bet if we watch the movie to the end, we'll figure it out. Now, can you shut up? <laughs> hey, what's your problem? Somebody said, what's your problem? <laughs> you know, it's funny. When we went to go see Jackass, he left you and came and sat next to me. Yeah. And he starts talking to me, and, I, and it wasn't one of those movies you got to figure out. He yeah. just he sits next to me, and he says... I immediately regret coming to this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was Jack. It was Jack. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, you're well, talking about Kate? Kate will oh, talk okay. to. But- so, so Jack says it to me, and I laugh. And I, we were talking yeah. a little bit back and forth, but Bentoncourt's to my left, and I don't want to talk. And I think Kyle was to our right. Yeah. So I didn't want to freak them out that, hey, yeah. why don't you guys shut the fuck yeah, up? Yeah, shut up. So finally, when I stopped talking, he just got up and left and went and sat back next to you. Yeah, he just moved around. He didn't care. He just started walking to the theater. Like, like Pat Riley. He like well, just going back and forth. Dude, I'll give you the perfect example, right? I yelled at him again yesterday. But a lot of times I yell at him for his brother's benefit. Yeah. So, like, we were out Saturday, and we stayed out, and we goofed around, got home, goofed off, right? Then you get up on Sunday, you kind of dick around, you wake up, you're watching TV, catching things. And now all of a sudden it's like 1230, like, shit, nobody's eating anything. We want to get something to eat, and everybody's starving, right? So I said to him, because I'm over in PB, I'm like, yeah. hey, you know what we could do? I said, we got to go to Best Buy anyways. I go, we can go to, uh, you want to go to Red Robin at uh, UTC? Because they, they like the burgers there, the whole thing. And Cade's like, 100%, perfect call, let's go. So I'm like, all right. So the whole time over there, Jack's, Given me the potential rundown on 19 different locations where Julio Jones may sign. None of the teams are the Vikings or the Raiders. Yeah. You know, well, I don't know. A lot of talk, he, he go to the Packers. You know, they, they need a guy. Tampa. Tampa could use a guy. Talk that he might go back to Atlanta. So we're like, all right. So we're walking, and now all of a sudden, Red Robin's out at UTC. So now we have no plan. We're a half hour later than we were, and now everybody's more hungry. Yeah. Kate's like, damn it. What do you think? I go, I don't know. And let's let's see if there's I go, dude, I haven't been to this mall in a long time. Let's see what's going on. I'll tell you another guy that they're thinking about with Julio Jones. You could, hey, hey! And Kate just starts to die laughing. Like, hey, give it a minute here, okay? Did you see our whole goddamn world got turned upside down <laughs> by this rat trap being shot? I go, D- are the Raiders or Vikings on this list? I'm hearing every guy. I don't care. I only have so much capacity, and I'm not worried about Julio Jones' future. Kate just like, this guy. I go, I can't do it. And I go, you'll live. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, my kids have no time for me. But yeah, I yell at them all the time. Oh my god. Who's the I, last guy you yelled at? Dude, I was trying to think about it. I can't remember, but someone yelled at me on Thursday last Good. week and I I started laughing. I got yelled at doing that goddamn commercial thing. Remember, I got yelled at. The guy yelled at me, told me uh, well, that's I, good. I wasn't a good son to my mother. <laughs> but yeah. no, when I was I was coaching a game the other day and uh 
and our player slides into third base. He's safe. He's doing a pop-up slide. Yeah. And then he tags him. And it goes, he's out. And I said, dude, did you see the pop-up slide? Yeah. I go, well, you understand he pops up once he hits the bag, right? Yeah. Well, he tagged him on the thigh. I go, after he was on standing up, he goes, yeah. And I go, so what are you saying? And as I'm talking to some guy in the crowd, hey, coach, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> What? And then, and I wasn't yelling at the guy. Like, he couldn't hear what I was saying to the umpire. I, honestly, I was ready to walk away. Why is the guy in the crowd so mad at a high school baseball Dude, game? No idea. He just yells, hey, coach, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. And I was like, what? And then the umpire lost his mind, started yelling at the guy. But I was, uh, I started laughing. The, the old me would have said, fuck it. And yeah. I had gone after him. Yeah. I kind of was happy I, I didn't lose my mind. But it was, it cracked me up that the guy just screams that from the stance. <laughs> I want to know what, what's his problem. I don't know. Hey, coach, shut the fuck up. He's not going to change the call. Like, all right. All right. Yeah. Whatever. That's great. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that, too. Yeah. Good for you for laughing. That's I did. I, 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 I don't know what, what the hell happened there, but anyway, it yeah. cracked me up. All right, last question. We'll get out of here. Okay. Do, you, do you believe in haunted houses? Oh, 100%. Do you really? Come on. How can you not? I don't think I do. Oh, I don't yeah. think I've been in one, I hope. Um, I mean, the Whaley House in Old Town is oh, great. Yeah. Ken Kramer and I were going to do a show Halloween night. And Ken and I, because Regis, your buddy Regis, yeah. tried to stay at the Whaley House, got scared, and had a run out in the middle of the night. The story is that it was Regis and a Marine couldn't do it. Yeah. So Ken was doing nights at that time on KSDO, 7 to 10. And I said, let's go down. We'll do a live show on Halloween. We could do this. We'll go live. And then I go, if you want to try to make it overnight, right? Like bring a sleeping bag in, right? Because the beds are all from 18, 18. Fuck. Fall, jack up your, you know. Yeah. Get, uh, break your neck. I'm like, dude, just bring sleeping bags. I go, I'm in. And then Kramer was going to do it too. And then they changed the night show and went to like Art Bell or something. And so we didn't get to do it. But yeah, Whaley House for sure. Haunted. Dude, there's a bunch of haunted in San Diego. Uh, the Dell has haunted rooms. Um, And then where are the other ones that they said? There's a few of them in San Diego. Like there's I'm a sure great. You Google it really fast. Yeah, I understand. But there's, there's a nighttime. I see these guys in the gas lamp every now and then, like coming out of Padre games. Yeah. And there's like a bus tour. Uh that does like ghost tours. But the funniest guy we saw, I did that uh, dearly departed tour in Hollywood. I yeah. think your buddy used to do it. And they said, uh, Ricky Nelson and Ozzy and Harriet, they said their house was haunted. Really? And the guy was like, the hell's the ghost of Ozzy Nelson going to do? Bring you milk and cookies? Like how scary would that be? But yeah, I definitely do. I bet people, we did that on free FM, dude. We did had people tell ghost stories. Yeah. And it was wild. Oh yeah. No, for sure. You don't? No, I haven't. Well, personally, I've never seen anything. I don't want to, but I've never seen anything. Would you, uh, would you stay overnight at the Whaley house? No, I'm not doing, I'm not looking for ghosts. The Amityville horror thing scared the shit out of me. But if, if we talked to the Whaley House no. and said, hey, we want to do it, you can't do it? I'm not doing it. What if it's you, me, let's put together okay. a group of five. Okay. You, me, Erica, she's in, right? Great. 
Betancourt. I'm trying to think of people that can protect us. Betancourt, okay. law enforcement. Yeah, I bring Jim. Carries a gun. And then uh, who's our fifth? Dude, I think I'd bring Costa just to hear him cry. Oh, God, he would cry. Okay, Erica, you might be out. Okay, Erica's out. Uh, plus, we'd have to stay plus curfew, 9.30, so she's out. Okay, hang on. Let's try this again. Yeah. You, me, Betancourt. Betancourt's like, what? How am I in this? Costa and Josh. Yeah, Josh would do it. Josh would do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, Erica's not going to protect us. No, she's shit. out. Okay. I just fired her. You, me, Josh, Betancourt, and Costa. Okay, deal. If the Whaley House would let us do it? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Be All right. Else. Let's reach out. All right, I'll reach out to him. And we'll see if we can do it. I don't know. I think we maybe bring, bring the drunk little girl. We, we bring her. Well, there's five guys in her. That's asking Oh, for that's trouble. true. That's yeah. asking for trouble. Well, no. Who's not going to behave? Like, no, we all would, but they'd be like, oh, you goddamn creepers. <laughs> What's going on there? We brought a cop. Nothing bad's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, no, I think we bring her. Like, if Costa won't do it, they would. He won't. He'll puss out. He won't do it. We'll bring Erica to a like, uh, like when we have a miniature golf party. That'd be fun. Um, you think Costa would puss out? (laughs) We bring Erica to miniature golf. How insulting is that? She's five feet tall. She was just at Top Golf the other day. Yeah, I saw. A little too concerned about her outfit. <laughs> she looked great. Yeah. She always looks great. But I didn't see that she was she hitting the driver. I didn't even notice. What's that supposed to mean? I didn't notice what she was swinging. Oh my God, that's funny. All right. Well, who, uh, I'm missing somebody. Who else would we get? You think Mike's gotta go, dude? Would you bring uh, Pete, Pete from Coronado? Yes, yes. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yes. Okay. Slam dunk. All right. There's our guy, right? That'd be Pete, funny. So Pete would be in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You gonna Maybe call ben and try to make this out. happen? Yeah. Well, Jim. Jim can use his connections at Channel Ten. Yeah. The taser doesn't fucking work on ghosts. Are you going to try to sleep at all? Or would you try to stay up all night? I got to fall asleep. If someone else falls asleep, I'll fall asleep. I don't trust you guys. It'll be <laughs> like I'm 18 again. I don't have any eyebrows the next morning. <laughs> Do the old, uh, who said it? Wasn't it Johnny Knoxville said that when he was a kid, he'd fall asleep on the couch and his dad would take a hot dog yeah. and rub it around his mouth. Yeah. And then when Knoxville would wake up, his dad would zip his fly really yeah. quick. That is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god, what are you doing? All right, yeah, let's put it. Let's put a call out to the Whaley House. All right, deal. Let's uh, do it. All right, we'll figure it out. Me and Dave are in, and then whoever wants to uh, stay over, we'll see if the Whaley House will do it. Good deal. All, All right, right, we'll see you Wednesday. See you Wednesday, everybody.
not to be reached Ended all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk the rock Yeah.